Hi. Howdy. I like your haircut. Thank you. I waited for uh, you to see my long hair. Yes, you I appreciated that. Really, seriously, though. I was uh, really wanting a haircut for about a month before that, so this was well needed. I kept it a little bit longer. Like, there's still... Right? Yeah. Normally, I, I go to... Uh, yeah, normally I go to, like, a number four, but there was no uh, no trimmers used. When you were a kid, I wouldn't go lower than a three because you're so blonde. Mm -hmm. And it would look like you were bald. Yeah, no, I, I was sticking for a number two for a while, but I was never satisfied with my haircuts. And I think that I'm probably going to stay a little bit longer now. I really like this. Yeah, good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Good. Um, a little bit easier to style it. Yeah, that's good. Um, so we should probably kind of sort of introduce ourselves. Um, this is okay, my mother. I'll, I'll go first because this is my <laughs> podcast. Um, Fine, then. I, I'm Dion. I'm his mom. And this is called Shit Talking. <laughs> today, Shit -talking. yeah, today we're going to do a, a trashed past, kind of like a take on drunk history, but you're not drunk. I'm getting there. <laughs> very stoned yeah which is um, the point because the uh topic is 420 which was yesterday and you didn't really partake much right because you were tired i did i had mikey come over one of my best friends mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. and he brought over some uh distillate infused doobies and i rolled a couple for us as well and then um one of our best friends uncles was there as well and he passed around a couple as well so by the end of it i had smoked myself silent and <laughs> one of the only reason that i'm talking right now is because you're my mom and i'm comfortable with you and i'm not just like hanging out with friends i'm like hanging out in my living room by myself and my cat is eating um i just smoked a lot like just to for for this little occasion nothing uh yeah, nothing I am unfamiliar with, but Dude, it's something. Mom's that clapping that you just smoked a bunch of weed. <laughs> no, I know, right? Well, she asked. She asked me to, and uh, yeah, so okay. I started a big dab. Yeah, I'm gonna keep going. Yeah, keep going. Started with a big dab, um, and then I had a bong toke with some more of that dab in there, and then I rolled a doobie with a big piece of shatter throughout the center of it, and then I took another bong toke with a bunch of weed with a different type of dab in there. <laughs> so, like, yeah. You feeling pretty was, good? I'm, I'm quite stoned. Now this is my second beer. Besides being stoned and my son, who are you? Um, My name is Steven. Steve is what most people call me now. But I'm, I don't know if I'm going to ever be able to get used to that. No. I didn't like it as a kid. As a kid no, at all, you hated it as a kid. I hated it, but yeah, I people kind of just started calling me it, and it stuck. And it's on. It's on my cat's name tag now. <laughs> so, really, Steve? Steve? Steve in my phone number. So yeah, That's cool. That's yeah. Cool. Okay. I feel like it's less formal. Family calls me Steven. Um, lots of friends old time friends i don't really have like lots of new friends new friends call me steve um but old friends call me by my last name mingo so yeah yeah the uh elizabeth gets the same thing she would prefer family members and adults to call her elizabeth but her friends call her liz and lizzie and izzy and so yeah mm -hmm. sarah's the only one that didn't get a name that can be shortened the rest of you did mm. yeah if this actually 
happens for me and becomes a thing, everybody will eventually figure out that I have six children, which I'm crazy. But it's good. Yeah. I'm the eldest. Yeah. So. He's the OG. It was was interesting. (laughs) Yes, to say the least. Yeah. So I kind of thought that we could start... Um, I just have shit that I printed off of Wikipedia. Like I actually went and looked mm-hmm. at other sites too, but I mean, Wikipedia is pretty insightful, I guess. Um, pretty on point. Yeah. So figured I would just tell you some things that I don't know if you know about um, your pastime. My my chronic pot smoking. My chronic chronicness. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, God. And it kind of in honor, even though it's it's not 420 anymore, it's 421, it's still the same week. Right? Yes, it is. Yeah. We have until 428 because the stoner's always late. There you go. There right, you go. So. There you go. Okay, so most of it I'm just gonna like read for bit verbatim, but I did because I like I like I don't know if you can see that. Can you see? I'm not gonna yes. read all of it. It's probably so. thicker in person. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, uh, this is from the history of cannabis in from Wikipedia. Uh, uh, its usage by humans dates back to at least the third millennium BC in written history. Did you know that? I know it's like super old. It is super old. Pre-pottery, Neolithic yeah. era. From yeah. like 8,800 to 6,500 BCE. Yeah, I knew it was something like that. That's insane. Like, yeah. I I learned stuff today. There, 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 there's a reason why our brain has the cannab- like the receptors in it. Cannabinoid? Does. Ca- we, ca- yeah, I, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, cannabinoid something receptors. Like that. That and it's because that we literally evolved with this plant sure now Pretty that much. we have it and have made it super potent it's yeah crazy like i'm talking about taking dabs on dabs and that'd be potentially the amount that someone would consume in their whole lifetime and i just did in half an hour <laughs> <laughs> so, like it's yeah it's definitely different and has become extreme um yeah, yeah. Well, it's a, um, for a millennia, the, pa- the plant has been valued for its fiber and rope as food and medicine and for its psychoactive properties for religious and recreational use. Textiles it is amazing for building purposes. I learned and all some, some, yeah. Yeah, some other more recent history stuff about how it's been used for textiles too. We'll get there. Um, res- the earliest restrictions... Uh, were reported in the is- Islamic world in the 14th century. Crazy. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, see? And you're going to learn some stuff today. Uh, so, possibly one of the earliest plants to be cultivated in Japan. I think really? that's great. In the pre uh, Neolithic period, too, like for fibers and With stuff. With all the crazy paper. expensive it is there now and how you can't get it can't find it yeah like that illegal and frowned upon sean you will be Um, yakuza have it pretty much (laughs) there were uh china imprints on pottery in the fifth millennium bc 
Uh, it was an important crop in Korea, dating back as early as 3000 BC. It really sounds like it came from Asia and it caught, it kind of spread from there, yeah. mm-hmm. which I just thought it was something natural that, I mean, fucking BC bud, I figured it came from here. <laughs> eh, I mean, like at one point there was the land bridge and like Pangea. the uh, ancestry of a lot of the North Americans, but specifically like the Inuit, they mm-hmm. are like their DNA is so close, closely tied with Asians and like, I think yeah. it's Mongolians. I think it's Mongolians. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and yeah, it's just, just another little bit of proof about the land bridge and how much we have. Well, not even just, I mean, people. were, were humans even on the earth when Pangea was here? Like, were we able to walk across? Not, but I potentially the climate changed enough that like there the oceans be rose maybe there was more ice before i don't know and like there was a land bridge that's what they say oh no there definitely was a land bridge apparently you can stand on a part of uh uh alaska and you can see uh russia so that's crazy um okay so obviously Huh? I'm not your son at all. We just went because I'm closing other uh, tabs that I don't need because one was flashing that my dad is messaging me. Oh, oh. So, just like, well, I'm, I'm, paying, I'm paying attention to this and I can talk to him later on. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. But, so uh, obviously you've heard the word ganja. Ganja. So ganja hemp breed. is called ganja in Sanskrit and other modern Indo uh, I. Iran languages so I guess that's how <laughs> that's how uh it, that's like an old 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 term which is crazy because I I I just honestly I yeah I didn't know any of this shit so this is the boy hi shanks he's just bringing me toys <laughs> are you playing fetch with him we might start playing if he wants to he'll keep on bringing it over and i might have to keep on popping down sorry i'll pay attention a little bit more uh cannabis residues have been found in two altars in tela arad dated to the kingdom of judea or judah in the 8th century bc and then somewhere around here there's something about um biblically pre uh priests were not allowed to like do services when they were intoxicated on wine so it's thought whoop whoop um it was thought that they um <laughs> did you hear him do no but i did turn off like the background noise but it like my the little thing is going crazy so sorry people sirens i live like kitty corner from a is that what the echo cancellation is oh can't uh, be changed from recording. no i did noise reduction for all oh cool so all the background noise like fans and cars it's supposed to take it all out so i guess i'll figure mm-hmm. it out when if that took that out uh yeah but it, it says that uh they think that they were probably opposed to cannabis use for priestly <laughs> services as well because i mean probably. Who, wants, who wants a higher well, priest <laughs> well, I, don't know. I think they're potentially probably but circling back to what i was saying now our cannabis is so much stronger think about even back to like the 60s and the well, 70s not even and just how that. i mean uncles like my uncles 
talking about how much stronger it is from when they were young and smoking, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is, yeah. And they've been 67. smoking their whole lives. Yeah. So at least That's one of them has one. anyway. Yeah. Uh, turn to the millennium, the Parisian world. Uh, it spilled over from the Parisian world into the Arab world, and it was introduced into Iraq in 1230 AD. Um, it was introduced uh, to Egypt by the mystic Islamic travelers from Syria. Oh, you have uh, a kitty visitor. In the 12th too. century AD? What? You have a kitty visitor too. Oh, yeah, that's Cheerio. Yep. She's gotten really adventurous lately. Like, she's actually coming out of Elizabeth's room. She's wandering around. Her and Nova have become best friends. Hmm. He, he's meowing at me because I'm not playing with him. Mm hmm. Oh, I've okay. only had, this is like our third week together. He's a 11 month old bangle. So, he's a lot to handle. Oh, yeah, so you've been saying. Uh, it was introduced to Africa by Indian Hindu travelers, uncovered in Ethiopia, and carbon dated around 1320 AD. Were found traces of oh, smoking pipes were found in Ethiopia from yeah. around 1320 AD. So, yeah, okay. So you know who King Henry VIII is, right? He's one of the tutors. Do you know much about English history, about the royals? Uh, that was like my worst subject in school. Can we just skip? <laughs> okay, so I I do like royal history. Like I, I watched that show, The Tudors, and and anyway, uh, I always Henry... love like, the Discovery Channel and how they lay it out. Yeah, and, like it's more visual that way. Like I love that. So but King Henry, was well, so yeah, bad. you're a visual learner then, right? Yeah, yeah. So. King Henry VIII of England strongly encouraged hemp cultivation in the early 16th century, particularly for its use in expanding the English Navy. The Spaniards brought industrial hemp to the Western Hemisphere and cultivated it in Chile, starting in 1545. And in 1607, hemp was among the crops of Gabriel Archer. I don't know who that is. Um, Observing being cultivated by natives at the main Powahatan village in Richmond, which is now Richmond, Virginia. So it was brought here. Uh, This one was good. Napoleon Bonaparte's invasion of Egypt in 1798. Alcohol was not available per Egypt being an Islamic country. So I guess they don't drink. Sorry, I don't know a lot about Islam, but anyway. In lieu of alcohol, yeah, Bonaparte's that, troops that, that, resorted to right. trying hashish, which they they uh, found a liking to. <laughs> oh, yeah, they do. <laughs> it's like things like, okay, we've all heard of Napoleon. Yeah. The fact that his troops were all getting high. Everybody's heard of King Henry VIII, too, and he was like hanging out with it. Um... Okay, so we, you were talking about um, textiles? Yes. This one got me. Hemp was used extensively by the United States during World War II to make uniforms, canvas, and rope. Yep. I didn't know that. Did you know that? I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure that I did. I'm pretty sure it got 
pushed out when big oil came in because hemp was such a competitor that big oil pretty much lobbied for it to become illegal and buried all the info on it and how useful it was and is um my my thing you you bugger <laughs> was being annoying um Oh, um, but building properties um, for like insulating, you can make hemp, hemp bricks. They can withstand high temperature without smoldering too much. They have a long time burn rate, like a, a standard piece of drywall has a, uh, I think it's an hour or two hours that it like. I think a double layer drywall, like I'm a construction guy, um, double yeah. double layer drywall is generally about like two hours for fire rating, um, but hemp insulation is multiple hours past that. I don't know. I haven't researched it too much, um, but it, it's so, so good for the environment. It doesn't actually yeah. make sense that it's been so taboo. And I mean, I'm, even I'm for sure, me like, in my life. Big oil and pharma. Well, yeah, it's but even I, but even in like, Meryl. because we're so socialized for it all. Like, how many times did I give you shit as a teenager? Fuck. <laughs> so many. way more than you should have. Like we I remember screaming at you. For like the first time that I bought weed, I bought like two grams, and I came home because I was like way too stoned. I just wanted to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. I do remember going camping and trying to get you to green out, but I greened out. <laughs> yeah, you did. I you, think you, you did too, though. No, I did. I did at the, at the campfire. Yeah. You, you and Eric went to bed, and I was just stuck. He had to help me walk there. I couldn't get there on my own. I did? No, no, no. Eric had to help me walk. We slept in the van, I think. We had a mattress in the back of the yeah. van. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he had yeah, to help me yeah, walk there yeah. because I couldn't do it. Yeah, no, I I, I puked by the campfire. Yeah, I puked outside the van. It, but, Super backfire. After the first couple years, like a year or two of smoking weed, I didn't really puke from just smoking weed anymore. It would be from like smoking weed with tobacco, or I was drinking, and then I smoke some smoke some weed, and then it was just too much altogether. Like that. That's why. I, talking about how much weed that I just smoked, I'm able to still hold a conversation. I'd be done. No, I'd be... So I don't smoke, which is part of the reason why I wanted you to be a part of this, because you do. And I just get super ridiculously paranoid, like crazy paranoid. All I do, I sit in my brain. Mm -hmm. <laughs> attention to him. Okay. He's, like he wants to jump onto my stuff because I'm not paying attention to him. That needy. We're good. We're good. Yeah, I. Uh... I was playing with it. I, I played with him earlier. I brought him outside twice. I just fed him not like twenty minutes ago. So he just finished eating. He just wants to play because it's just his routine. He's just yeah. in his routine. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. He's good. He really is a fur baby because he's taking all your attention, and mm -hmm. he he needs a routine, and he is used to his routine. Getting used to it, and I am too. We're both getting used to it. It's it's yeah. a lot for me as much as it is him. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm trying not to overwhelm him too much with how I want his routine to be. It's mostly just my work routine. Get up in the morning, feed him, and, you know, feed him a little bit later. So he goes to bed a little bit later with me. And so it's kind of like having a baby, but then not really. Because you can't just feed them twice a day. <clears throat> well, I give him a little snack right before bed, too. And yeah. We have our first vet appointment tomorrow, so we're going to be weighing him and making sure that I'm feeding him the right amount. We're on dry and wet food. I'm mostly just feeding him to the point that he's not bugging me, but it doesn't seem like he's eating too much. It's harder to make cats lose weight than it is gain it, so. Yeah. How's the wheel coming? Um, I'm going to get a little bit of progress on that, uh this weekend but uh grandparents mama and papa are here yes. so um i might not get a lot of progress on that the wheel is mostly done i'm making i'm making a cat wheel for my my guy shanks um one piece fans out there um but uh so it's mostly wood construction and yeah, those those really expensive wheels are like six hundred bucks, and I've spent three hundred bucks, and it's gonna be. Are you like tapping your foot or something? Pardon? Are you tapping your My foot mute? or something? Oh yeah, I am. I'm tapping a part of the the the, the frame of the computer. I'm ADHD. <laughs> I need smoke more weed, ma. I need smoke more weed, and I'll stay still. <laughs> can we intermission for like two seconds while I grab another beer at least? Uh, you can just go. You can probably I don't still know hear if I can me. edit it or not, but if not, they can see your pretty fuzzy, nice little circle chair. Takes me two seconds. Yeah, I might need more too. I don't know. We'll see. Brief intermission. Okay. Hopefully, there is. Hopefully, like there's. There was another app that I had been on that you can actually edit, but it wasn't video. So well, you, you should be able to save the video. As a whole, and then just edit it somewhere else if needed. Yeah. So. We'll see. Anyway. Okay. Do you know where 420 came from? Like, mm. why it's a thing? I, I used to, or at least I knew, like, the legends or whatever when I was a kid. Okay. I stopped caring as much, so, I guess. So, little story for me. The first time I ever heard of 420 was from you. Um, I think you were probably about 14. Okay. Do you remember when we lived in... Rutland and it was up on the side mountain there. Somebody had Yeah. Somebody had put it in the side of the mountain. Yeah, and someone it, had uh dug out the snow and it affected the grass underneath. Yeah. It killed the grass and it stayed like that for like five years or something like that. Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and it got dumped four twenty mountain. Everybody knows that it's four twenty mountain. Uh, I didn't know I didn't know um what it meant. And I guess, uh, I guess, obviously your dad knew what it meant. And I think you had mentioned it to your dad and your dad was like, how do you know what it means? And that he wasn't particularly happy about it, but it was that interaction between you and your dad and you telling me how, about your interaction was what made me understand what it was all about because I had no idea. Oh. You're like, oh, Billy's a chronic. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like, the first time that me and my brother Riley came into contact with anything like that was because of my dad. 
Like we had kind of, oh, I, I remember being like really young, kind of knowing about it a little bit and seeing like a roach on the ground and I, where? So, uh, in Rutland. And me being oh, like, just what random, is that? Not like at home or yeah. something. Well, at, at a bus stop. Okay. It was outside Burger Bear. Um, okay. Yeah, and, yeah, I, yeah. and I looked at it. I was like, that doesn't look normal. And you were like, that's a roach. And I remember you saying, it was like, that's weird that someone left that. People usually take those with them. And I'm like, what? And just, Nero, I'm just a kid. You're just like speaking randomly to me. But it, it's something that stuck in my head. I, I don't know how old I was. I could have been like, I could have been like five years old, re realistically, right? Well, oh, all the way up to like maybe ten, because it was when it was just me and you. So it yeah. was when I was really young. Yeah. And it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was just like you just like I'm like, what is that? That doesn't look like a normal cigarette or whatever. And you're just like, oh, that's a roach. Normally, people take that with them. I'm like, so, oh, okay. And then click later. I'm sorry, um, I'm Mama. Yeah. Mama. So Mama. my mom. Um, brought us my sister and I to Calgary and um she's got actually I don't even know if the pictures are still in my photo album she took pictures of us they used to be in my photo album and it was um we had these things in our hair that had these leather kind of straps and feathers and all this kind of stuff they were fucking roach clips yep like and I, I told my mom that years later, I was like, you do know you put roach clips in our hair, right? <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, what I was going to say about me and Riley is the first time that we found anything or came in contact with it, other than when I was really little. And I remember you saying that or me dad or my dad talking about wacky tobacco. Why is that smell different? Oh, that's just yeah, wacky tobacco. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what my dad called it. My dad asked me and Riley to go clean out the van. And he forgot his pipe in there with his grinder. Me How and Riley were, were probably 11 or 11 and 12. Okay. I would say just before I was actually like, like talking about smoking weed and you caught me on MSN for talking about ecstasy and <laughs> you remember yeah. that? I don't actually. No, no. You, it was when, it's when, it's when we had the computer with the the tower computer and yep. papa had installed the burner yeah, yeah, yeah. i still had the power before, up in the attic it was before i had smoked weed i was with i was friends with all of brett's friends yep that were metalheads and stuff in middle school and they were talking about doing ecstasy and i had barely even started drinking and you had somehow and you're like what the fuck like okay so back and you were like, maybe we should get this kid, like, he's thinking about drinking, smoking weed, and doing ecstasy. Maybe we should, so like, you, give him sure? a little bit of So we lived in the townhouse complex then? Ah, uh, that would have been, that would have been, yeah, Laurel. Okay. Laurel, Laurel Court. Oh, sure. Right? When I was in middle school. Okay, because oh I, I was going to say, um, I, uh, at some point, I did download a program onto that computer and I also downloaded that program onto my laptop that everything that happened on MSN um was saved to my computer instantly like yeah. even if I deleted even if you deleted the conversation on MSN it was saved to my computer I, I I got smart because then I learned how to go into the files of the computer and delete the conversations. There, there you go. Yeah. Right. And it's just like, oh, here's Steven's conversations. Delete. 
Doing so all of us, you had like a backup of mine. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll do something better and bad. Here, here, here's me and Eric Tanner talking, Mr. Christian Boy. I love him so much, but nothing bad would ever be talked between me and yeah. Pat, like Eric Tanner. So it's just like, I'll leave that. That's good. Like, like I don't know. Do you, me and Brett were not do you talk to him at all? No, I haven't in years. Not on Facebook or anything? No. Oh. Yeah. I'm so I've happy. I've gone through that. a lot of best friends. What? I don't know that's, why. That's pretty... That's pretty normal. You Is moved no less. No typical thing. You moved less as a kid than I did. So, because I moved so much, I had a new best friend, like, almost every year. A bunch of them, most of them, most of them, I would say I remember. Fair enough. Okay. 420. Yes. Uh, cannabis culture slang for marijuana and hashish consumption, especially smoking around the time of 420. It also refers to cannabis uh, oriented celebrations that take place annually on April 20th, which is 420 in the U.S. form. At locations in the United States where cannabis is legal, cannabis dispensaries will often offer discounts on their products on 420. Did that happen there? I didn't know that. I don't no, think that would happen. I think they, a, I mean, honestly, I think they'd hike the prices. It's a government regulated thing here in Canada. Yeah, um, yeah. Unless you're buying from people that you know, like black market type stuff, you're not really going to find any deals. Yeah, and, I like, wouldn't think so. If you grew up here in BC, I pay a fraction of what I would in the store. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Hey, Daddy Trudeau, drop the prices. Cut the taxes. <laughs> Daddy oh, Trudeau. <laughs> the only good thing he did was legalize cannabis. That's the only reason he got into stuff. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so the origins of it being called 420. In 1971, five high school students in San Rafael, California, used the term 420 in connection with a plan to search for abandoned cannabis crops based on a treasure map made by uh, the grower, calling themselves the Waldos. Have you heard any of this? Yeah, I have. Oh, I I didn't hear any of this until... I, I haven't heard of this in a long time, but I do remember hearing something about the Waldos. Oh, yeah, the Waldos. Because their typical were... hangout spot was a wall outside of their school. Um, I'm going to skip their names. If you know, you know, I guess. Uh, Not really. But... Okay, well, you want me to tell them? Okay. Sure. The five students, Steve Caper, Dave Reddix, Jeffrey Noel, and Larry Schwartz, and Mark Gravich. Uh, designated the Louis Pasteur statue on the grounds of the San Rafael High School as their meeting place at 420. As a meeting time, the Waldos referred to this uh, to this plan with the phrase 420 Louis. After several failed attempts to find the crops, the groups eventually shortened their phrase to 420, which ultimately evolved into a code word the teens were using to refer to consuming consuming cannabis. It's no. not a code word anymore. Not at all. Everybody knows what it is. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> my friend group in high school, we would all talk about TT. Because we would all, yeah, Token Tuesdays, every second Tuesday. 
<laughs> we we no actually my my whole friend group we would all try and uh, just whatever you could get you had two weeks you had two weeks to get at least five bucks five dollars come on five dollars if you can't get five bucks and at least throw some one person that bought an ounce to smoke with the whole group five bucks you're not gonna smoke at all because we're all meeting right after school and we're all planning to hopefully meet like just after four twenty. And like that's or so like just after when was that? Because your whole grade eleven year, I picked you up. Not this your is, whole. Sorry, the last two months of your grade eleven year, I picked you up. This is grade ten. This is when I was tight with like all of the boys in high school. You got to remember that. Like grade ten was like my good year with my friends, and then grade eleven I was with Katie, and that's when it was all rough with all of them because. I wasn't really getting into the hard drugs, whereas I wanted to do the party drugs. Whereas yeah. they were like, let's do synthetic heroin. Right? And so I was like, I don't like that idea. I don't want to do cocaine. No. And dilotics. Sorry, guys. I like that you guys have great sources to pills and are doing dilotics, by, but uh, I don't want to join that. No. Sorry. No. So, well, you um, it was a personal experience as a, as like a younger kid that would have tainted any of that for you. Doing oh, yeah. any kind of opiate. I haven't either, just so you know. I've never done cocaine and I've never done heroin. Um, never done any opiates as far as I know. I tried ecstasy once. I well, don't ex think it had anything bad in it. It had what? I don't think it had anything bad in it, but you well, never know because it was a pill. once. Pressed, pressed pill, pressed colored pill. Yeah, yeah you've only done that MDMA once. or MDA, MDMA or MDA. Count, yeah, yeah. count, I, 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 sometimes still. <laughs> the truth. I, yeah, yeah. I, I even have, I, I have a couple hits of acid. Like, oh, oh okay, something to talk about when <laughs> we're off, not recording. I have something to tell you. Right. <laughs> Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay international observance of 420 april 20th has become an international counterculture holiday based on the celebration and consumption of cannabis events typically advocate for cannabis liberation and legalization vivian mcpeak the founder of seattle's hemp fest states that 420 mm -hmm is a celebration and half call to action. Paul Birch calls the global movement and suggestion that one cannot stop the events like these. Many marijuana users protest in civil disobedience by gathering in public to smoke at 4.20 p.m. As yep, marijuana- I that for a long time, even when it was not legal yep. here in Canada. Yeah. Um, us kids would join in. I remember I told you I'd tell the story earlier today. Um, I was 16, 16 years old, hanging out Kelowna, BC, Canada, where we, where we live when I was a BC teenager. Bud. BC Bud, great place to live. Valley, you should be in the valley or on the island if you're going to be in BC. Fuck Vancouver. Sorry, Mom. No, no, no. I know. Like, fuck, fuck, fuck Vancouver. You moved to the wrong place. Well, you live in maybe, like like lower mainland but like come on fuck vancouver yeah. it's not a good place to live nope. um but uh 420 when i was 16 i was hanging out downtown city park Kelowna, and i had taken a decent bit of mushrooms 
And it was when my cousin, my first cousin, your, I will keep name out, but your sister's I know eldest. You, I know who you mean. Yeah. Um, she, she was hanging out with my friend Kira. She was my best friend. Kira She's B. a piece of shit. Kira B. Yeah. 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 It, it, it was when Kira was starting to become friends with my cousin and, um, she got like not Kira, but my cousin got way too drunk, and I'm already high on mushrooms. Did I pick her up at so, a restaurant that night? No, Shannon did. Oh, yeah. I call. I called your sister, and I'm like, "Hey, I'm I'm fucking tripping balls, right? Like I'm just having a good time hanging out with my friends." And it's when like I was like I had to stop taking mushrooms because I started having bad trips as I got older. Yeah. Um, it's been many years since I've taken hallucinogens. Um. Microdosed some mush- mushrooms two years, two I've summers ago. I heard that's really good for you. Yeah, I, I'm trying to slowly do that again. But anyways, I'm tripping balls. I call Shannon. I'm like, come pick up your daughter. I'm like, I can't actually handle this right now. Yeah. Like, it's not it's not good. Like, I can deal with it, but I can't deal with this. Yeah. I got I got a time limit on how long I can mentally handle this because I, I, I was taking heroic doses back then because I'm colorblind and it helped me see colors that you don't normally see. There's reports of colorblind people being able to see color. So I probably ate like a good eighth of mushrooms, 3.5 grams, which is a lot. Like okay. if, if I I'll ate one gram point. now, I would freak the fuck out. Um, if I ate a half gram, that's a big microdose. Big. That's a decent for most people. Half any, gram like, is a microdose? That seems like... A lot. Yeah. A lot. That would be a micro because I just, because I used to take a lot. I've eaten like a quarter ounce a couple times. Um, for my 16th birthday, I ate like the bottom of the bag that was just all the dust birthday. and it was a lot. Why don't I remember I, your 16th birthday? Because I spent it at Lionsgate Park behind the Coopers in Rutland doing mushrooms <laughs> with all my friends and they had to bring me to my buddy's house. <laughs> I definitely remember your, four, your 15th. Yeah. Because that was when we had the fire in the backyard and I had talked to everybody's parents and everybody was cool with you guys having some drinks. And because I bought like two, two liters of some kind of cider yep. or cooler and or something. Friends, my friends and then all your friends were like, we're not going to drink. You're drinking own. all of it. <laughs> no, I, I had my own bottle, my own two liter. And then they split the other one because like other people brought drinks since Brandon brought a couple drinks. A couple other people brought drinks too. I think Brett brought her own drinks. I know. And Brandon. Yeah, okay, so this is smoking weed. This is all in the backyard to me because. Yeah, well, this is forever I, ago. Wait, Eric was out at the fire with you guys the whole time. For a bunch of the time. No. I was inside scrapbooking. He <laughs> fucked off so fast. He was out there for quite a while. I mean, part of the no. deal, part of the deal with the parents was that I was going to drive everybody home. So, which you did? Yes, you I did. did. I remember at the end of the night, the last person that you dropped off was Brett. Yeah, one of my longest friends. And by the time that you dropped her off, I had I to hang her. out the door and throw up. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. One of the first times I was throwing up from alcohol. Pretty, mm-hmm. pretty great. You learned your lesson. Oh, yeah. Well, I had too many times and still am. I definitely know my body a lot better being nearing my 30s, 28. So, yeah. I hope that I know me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, so there's like seriously in North America, there's only a, what I would consider to be a very short list of places that actually have some kind of like a crazy party for 420. I thought it was commonplace, honestly. Was no. there anything in Kelowna? Yeah. Um, the upside uh, cidery by the airport had something. There's probably something that went down downtown, like City Park. Just naturally, always something like people flock there for it. It's just yeah. normal. Vancouver always has something. Oh, I don't know. That's on the list. I, 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 I was in Nelson on the 19th, like just two days ago. And I was uh, first time there, so I kind of was touristy after. I was there for work, touristy yeah. after work. And I went around. You're, my cat's being a shithead. Um, but uh, I went to a couple bars and was just trying to, like, you know, see what's going on. I was going to wake up 420 in the hippie capital of BC. And it seemed like nothing yeah. was going on. Nothing. They are super hippie capital, oh, aren't they? It, 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 well, they... I, I was walking around, and I didn't realize it, but they literally have a storefront for Shambhala. There, there, there's an actual office for Shambhala in Nelson because it's so close to Nelson that that's pretty much where it's held. Okay. So I was like, "That's super cool," because like I, I grew up being a little raver guy because what my first one was like 15, 16 years old, sixteen years old, and I, yeah. So like, it, yeah. But, uh, fucking you watching the cat again? I have been the whole time. No, I know. <laughs> I lose you no, for I a second. second. <laughs> I'm okay. paying attention. So, if you ever decided to travel during 420, these are the places that it seems like you should probably hit. Uh, Amsterdam. Hmm? Oh, fuck. That would be awesome. But, they... anyway. Okay. New York City. <laughs> Washington Square Park in Manhattan, Boston at Boston Common, San Francisco Hippie Hill in Golden Gate Park near the Hot Ashbury. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong. Uh, Santa Cruz, Port College Meadows at the University of California, Santa Cruz, Washington, D.C. at the National Mall, United States Capitol. Vancouver. Uh, Vancouver, the Vancouver Art Gallery and Sunset Beach between, it, it says between 2016 and 2019. Uh, no. So that has continued. We're in 2023 and that has continued. Uh, one of your siblings was there yesterday. but which, which one? We'll talk about it off air because there's only two of you that are legal and the rest are not <laughs> so we'll talk about it later uh montreal so huh it's smacked with a stick right i don't yeah. anyway montreal the mount royal monument denver civic center park ottawa parliament hill and major hill park edmonton the alberta legislative building boulder i'm assuming that's colorado Campus of the University Colorado Boulder, Toronto, Nathan Phillips Square, and Young Dundas Square. 
Berkeley campus of University of California, Berkeley on the Memorial Glade north of the Doe Memorial Library, Mexico City, Mexican Senate under the slogan of Platoon 420 and Ann Arbor, uh, the hash bash. <laughs> that's, that's kind of funny. All right. Hash bash. Hash bash. Okay. Got another question for you. Okay. What is, well, this is cannabis. And with all the C's, it makes sense. What is the cannabis capital of Canada? Cannabis capital in Canada? Yeah. Nelson? Beaverdale? BC? Beaverdale. <laughs> Seriously? I think I've only driven through Beaverdale. Yeah, that that's like not a lot of people would uh, know where Beaverdale is unless no. you are like local to Okanagan. Yeah, but you never know. You never know. Okay, so prior to legalization, Vancouver's booming black market made the West Coast city a cannabis destination for domestic and international travelers. Uh, we became legalized in 2018. I'm sure you know that. Yeah. Uh, across the country. Okay, so here we go. Across the country, the metropolis city of Toronto has always been a front runner in the Canadian cannabis. Oh, more emergencies. <laughs> Which way are they going? I do a really good job at the uh, impressions, right? Wee wee wee. What? Wee wee. I do a good job at the impressions. <laughs> yeah. okay uh the canadian cannabis capital race both before and after legalization when it comes to licensed producers we all know and love many of them call eastern canada home including tweed reed can and weed me have you ever heard of any of those no okay in 2020 Toronto totaled in Canadian dollars three million three hundred and thirty four million in cannabis sales. That's fucking insane. Am I losing you? A little bit. Okay. Twelve point um, just, just the, tax, the tax. The tax is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's why I tried to go through old high school friends rather than going and getting the distillate tip, tips. It's like something like 25% on the tax. That's it, insane. It's insane. It is. Unless you're going to go to some black market guy, you're really not able to smoke. And the thing is, like, I do smoke for pleasure, but I also smoke because I don't like ADHD medication. So, um, yep. I, I have to pay a lot more than people who yep. actually pay, like go through the medical system for that. Like I have taken a couple different types and it just doesn't work for me. And like my family doctor, unfortunately his, his thought process, cause he's old school is, Oh, well the ADHD medication doesn't work for you. Then you don't have ADHD. When in reality, there's new research coming out saying that there's I think seven different types. Have and you only tried? One. 
and there's only one or two different types of ADHD that are actually treatable with those stimulants. Have you tried any of the ADHD meds? Yes, I have. Really? How many of them? I don't know the names. I try, like, I, they're, I, if I go through my medical history on my app, I'll be able yeah, to yeah. find them, but. Because like, they, but... Um, I mean, I was told when Sarah was diagnosed that there are five, I think there were five medications and mm-hmm. the same thing that if it didn't work for her, that meant that she's not ADHD and then not, we're all good the research anymore. Um, but yeah, there were only least, five different medications. I didn't know you had yeah. tried meds. Do you have an official diagnosis yeah, I, now? No. Because the doc, the doctor fucking guy. The, the doctor, yeah, yeah, yeah. Since I was five, he, he's just like, yeah, if you're not, you're not. And that's he it. He hasn't been your doctor like, since you were five. Since I was like six or seven. No, no, no. He became my doctor when Sarah was born. So you were like oh. 10, 11. My childhood, even a bunch of my teens are blocked out mentally. I don't fucking know. <laughs> okay. I don't know. That's another bunch That's of shit. That's a whole other know. conversation. That's a lot more soup to fucking cook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where was I? 12.7 of the regulated recreational cannabis revenue in the country. Ontario is the home of 556 cannabis stores as of June 21st. That's crazy. And, uh, okay. So 556 cannabis stores as of June 21st, according to, it gives a big like email address Second only to one other province, which oh nice flamingo. <laughs> I'm 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 paying attention by being ADHD and okay. playing with things. Which is our number one our number one area. So okay, it's not BC. Do you want to take another guess before I read it? It's not Quebec. Okay. And that province would be Providence. Province would be Alberta. Fuck! I was gonna say Alberta, but I was like, no way. They got bunk ass weed. <laughs> it's because they got nothing to do but shoot guns and like do nothing and drink and like drive trucks Texas and go with mud. They're like, can we can we buy your weed, BC, please, please? <laughs> They're like, ah, we can only like make hash. We can, we'll make a lot of hash because our weed is shit. <laughs> According to the same it's report, Alberta like, is the home of Mikey, my best friend Mikey that I was talking about. Yeah. He's from Alberta. Same same with like Kyle. They're both from Alberta, so it's it's just hash out there. That's all they fucking do. Or so used to. The reason like, why they're making them the, the the lead province in Canada for cannabis is because they have the most stores. And so I was talking to Brandon, one of my best friends from high school he lives in alberta now and he was comparing prices to our stores they are so much cheaper i again they're cheaper for everything it it makes sense to just go to the store yep taxes because like groceries are cheaper gas is cheaper everything is cheaper in alberta His, his price for anything cannabis or yeah like it it it's black market price compared to BC, like, 
I, I, I get, you know, uh, an ounce of bud flour off of my friend for 60 bucks if I'm only buying like just an ounce and that's really good most people that I know can't even get it for like a hundred bucks and that's only because I grew up here and it's from someone that I yeah grew up with yeah since I for like the past like however long right yeah um and then he's like yeah I'm getting 60 dollar ounces in the store I'm like shut up and it's like a good 25 percent THC like high percent taste well, they can good tell you the exact percentages of everything which yeah whereas is... i'm just like going black market to try and yeah. save my money because i do smoke at least an ounce a month with a decent bit of dabs on top so uh so <laughs> you shake your head you're like you chronic no i mean fuck it. whatever i i that's what i breed i i, I breed chronics here I was talking about Token Tuesday in high school where a bunch of us would pitch on ounces and bring it all together and smoke it in one evening. There you go. <laughs> At least twice a month. <laughs> <laughs> so when it comes down to choosing the Canadian cannabis capital, it's a bit of a subjective debate. Vancouver still dominates in terms of celebrations and less than legal exchanges. <laughs> Well, Alberta is the most numbered on the board. So the reason why it's Alberta is because they have the most dispensaries. Mm. But BC well, Bud even is still a thing. Been a thing. It's like it's like a mini hub. It's like the second hub of BC compared to Vancouver. And I remember being a kid before it was legal, people walking around on 420 just yeah doobies i got cookies cookies yeah. just yelling you know and like normally you wouldn't see that but on 420 it's like what yeah are it was gonna all do? yeah it's it was like, all a big fuck you to the police so what are you gonna you do so are you gonna arrest like a several thousand of us yeah yeah sorry so then i went to bc specific because that's where we are um the early history of uh cannabis Production was centered around a hippie community in the Gulf Islands and the Kootenays. The Kootenays would be Nelson. Um, yeah. The climate condition. Yeah, the climate condition is perfect for outdoor growing. However, it is believed that much of the cannabis currently sold for export originates in hydroponic growth operations in the Lower Mainland, which is where I am, with specific amounts added by outdoor growers throughout the province, according to the U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration. The majority of these grow operations are run by gangs, such as Hells Angels and Red Scorpions. Sorry, guys. Um, don't... Never heard of Red Scorpions, but... I have. Really? Yeah. What about, what about independent soldiers? Yeah. Those are the three biggest gangs in B.C., or at least used to be. In uh, 2008, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, which is our RCMP, like basically our FBI, is that is that what they're? Which I'm sorry, RCMP is like our FBI, right? Yeah, it's Even our police. They're, our they're FBI. uniformed CSI. and they're no, police. It's our, it's our all. It's the FBI, CSI, police. It's all of it. Yeah, CIA. Inspectors estimated the number of grow ops in residential houses in the province to be. 20,000. In 2008, there were 20,000 grow ops in houses. 
Say that again. In 2008, there were 20,000 20, grow ops in houses in BC. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. No, not really. I mean, like, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Hmm. Opinion polling in British Columbia has shown that the province had a greater support for cannabis legalization than any other Canadian province in 2012. That, that number's wrong. There's got to be more. <laughs> That's what they found. <laughs> found. Yeah. They found. There's they found more. twenty thousand. <laughs> We're like, oh, we found, we found, we found ten thousand. We're gonna just double it. Yeah. There was a nah. We're, we're we're smarter than we give than you give us credit for. Come on. Uh, a poll found that sixty one percent of British Columbians supported the legalization of cannabis compared to the fifty three percent in the rest of Canada. So, hmm. um, you being a chronic was gonna come by you naturally because you were born in BC. <laughs> Oops. Whoops. All of my friends really smoke for the most part once I hit high school. I don't even get so. it. I mean, a lot of a lot of my friends did. And obviously I've smoked weed. But it I didn't know a whole super lot of chronics. And I, that seems to be what I'm breeding in my children, which is crazy because I don't think I have smoked a joint since like 2016 it's, when I was in Peru. It's so much more mainstream now, though. Oh, no. 100% it is. And, and it's because it's BC, mainstream, a little bit of both. Of course, it's just more accessible. Unfortunately, they're like, oh, make it legalized. It's going to become less accessible. No, it's not going to change it at all just gonna make it more in the light just like alcohol but also it's not any more dangerous than it in my mind no one's really died from it you can be allergic to weed and not have as an adverse reaction than if you were allergic to alcohol and drink alcohol yeah so um i do know people who they are or have claimed to be allergic to marijuana jarrett's one of them well, yeah, they get sick, but they don't break out in hives and have their throat get closed. Yeah, okay. That's not a common symptom of a lot of the people that have said that they're allergic to marijuana actually just don't like it and just get sick from the high. I have, you remember, you remember Tila? Remember the name. Okay. Hold on. I got, I got. I got Ferris and Darko. I'll keep talking. I got Ferris and Darko. I remember bringing you there. So Tila, she was, she was a longtime friend of mine. Anyways, she smoked so much and we went to so many raves together and we partied so much together. Um, and out of nowhere, she was like, I'm allergic. And um, it's, it's having really negative effects on my health. Um, so I need to stop smoking weed. Because it's actually affecting me negatively. Yeah. But it's not It's not a, oh my god, it's killing me. And it's like, I'm going to just have my throat close up. Are you but again? over time. Huh? Yeah, I'm hitting my table. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm talking with my hands, hitting my table. Um, but over time, it was affecting her health and deteriorating it along with Did other things. Right? <laughs> Say that again. 
deteriorating her. You got uh, it. Deteriorating? Yeah. Deteriorating her. Yeah. Um, so, like, yeah, if you are allergic to it, it is going to take a huge toll on your body. Yeah. It is. Um, but it's, like, I'm not saying that, like, there aren't people that couldn't have a real allergic reaction to the point of their throat closing up. But please show me like the fucking report please show me the evidence of that i want to know i want to know that that's happened because as far as i know the only way you can die from weed is literally having a crate of it dropped on you so <laughs> i filled up my baseball bat with weed i committed suicide like i hit you hit myself <laughs> killed someone with weed like come on I like think come i just on. snorted <laughs> i got i gotta grab beer too okay you keep talking i think i did kind of lesson up on you a little bit because i do remember you talking about um how it did help you kind of your brain stop moving in school so yeah. i started getting better grades yeah, yeah you I did started... your grades were like I have, I have, or I had, did I give you your transcripts? Yeah, I have them. Okay. So I had them for a long time and I ended up looking at them and your grades were really good. Once I kind of, I think I kind of let go of the reins a little bit. Yeah. You're just like, I'm just going to let him do what he thinks should be the best for him. And if he's going to do good in school, then he's going to do good in school. Mm -hmm. And realistically, I really did say, okay, this is, this is my life. I am hitting high school. This is really going to affect my future. And you know what? Me becoming a chronic and smoking weed. I was smoking weed every day before school on my fucking coffee breaks. Like that's like my my breaks and lunch breaks. We were all going to the to the little park and I, I passed out in a couple classes but i was getting a's in math and yeah, i was i, know, I, know I was doing everything okay so everything question. But quick question was it you who took trades math hmm? yeah you took trades math right I took grade 10 and 11 math at the same time that but it was trades math yeah a and w apprenticeship okay. and workplace yeah so that came up today in a meeting that i had um yeah. and i was pretty sure it was you um i think i probably rode nate in the beginning anyway pretty hard because i guess mostly i just i don't understand i've never been a chronic myself no. so I there, there's a part of me that's always been like huh i wonder what my life would be if i stopped smoking like i haven't really taken many big tolerance breaks throughout my life since i was a teenager but like there has been a couple points where it's been like a month or two. Yeah. Um, but it, it doesn't help. Like my my, like I, I don't have my diagnosis for ADHD, but my my brain moves a million miles an hour. I'm so forgetful. I can't actually slow down when I'm smoking. Like yeah, enough to the point where you can do one thing at a time. I remember like. So when you were little, ADHD was still a very narrowed view on things. And 
I would tell the dog, like, if anybody would say anything to me, or even a doctor, I would go, well, no. The kid can sit and play video games or play with Lego for hours. It's because that's, that's what I hyper-focus on. Yes. That's my hyper-focus. Yeah. And it's the same thing with how I get so into my projects, like the cat wheel that I'm yeah. doing. As soon as I actually, I know that if I work on it, that's going to be my Sunday. Yeah. When I get into it, I'm stuck for probably half of my day working on it other than what I need to do to take care of this little shithead. Um, so like, it's just focused, focused. Yeah. I don't care about so anything I, else. I have a best friend come over. No, nope, I'm busy. I don't think the understanding was there that even if you're ADHD, it doesn't mean you're bouncing off the walls constantly. It, and it does mean that if you find something that you're interested in, you actually can sit there for hours upon hours upon hours doing that one thing. So that was kind mm -hmm. of where people were at when you were young. That if For me, were... it was Lego. Yeah. And Pokemon. Yeah. Um, you were good with I movies kind of and like, stuff too. Like you would sit and rescue heroes were okay. They weren't great. They, <laughs> they, they, they were short term. Yeah. Like they, they were good filler in yeah. between. They didn't hold attention too well. Meccano was too complex or no. I just didn't have enough of it. It was one of the two because I only had a, a small amount. I think it's you not like James I really had enough. Stuff. I don't think I ever bought it was, any. I, yeah. So I didn't really have enough. I'm and sure that I would have got way more instruction manual on how to do no, any of it. Not a single one. So it was just like, you I, did I remember making the um, ninja stars. I made ninja stars out of the, it. The Tonka. The Tonka wood stuff. I made a bunch of those. You asked for those for a couple of years. Um, mm -hmm. And that's, I, when you were in, when you were five, you said you wanted to be a carpenter. That's what you were going to be when you grew up. And then you started with these building these little wood trucks and and cars and things like that and i don't i don't know if you know i still have the the tool bench really yeah i think you're six or seven when you got that it's here it's in matthew's room yeah he uses his night table uh not so much anymore because he has a loft bed but no it's it's still mm. there that's one of those ones that i'm not going to get rid of Keep talking. He's just wanting his tunnel. His tunnel? He has a tunnel? Nice. I, I, I keep his toys from him, so he's not using them all the time. It's called toy cycling. Yeah, um, yeah that makes, makes sense. everything a little bit a little bit more interesting. I've already spent so much... Mm, this fucking stupid smart I have cat. toys. I have cat so toys in my money. van that you forgot to bring home. I know. Yeah. I know. Um... So it's it, yeah, it's called toy cycling. Um, you kind of hold a bunch away from him. There's a bunch in the pantry that he's not allowed in. Um, I'll slowly bring some of those out, take some other ones away from him, and it makes it so I don't have to buy as many because he's super smart. Yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately, so he gets bored. Um. So I'm thinking it's probably a good idea to give our final thoughts on uh, a trashed past of 420. We can keep talking after, uh, but we're over an hour now. So. <laughs> oh, I know people go on a couple hours for podcasts. Sometimes, oh, sometimes. But... Oh, hundred percent. 
Um, I listened to uh, one podcast. Uh, I don't know. Okay, so I know you go on Reddit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever listened to the podcast Two Hot Takes? Yes. Yes. So some of theirs are like two hours. Hello, people from Two Hot Takes. Love you guys. Um, Ladies and Tangents is probably my favorite podcast. Again, hello, ladies. Uh, They're usually about an hour. Mm-hmm. So, so we're an hour, hour we're, ten, we're an hour and, and almost 10 minutes. So I think we should probably, um, close it up. Close it up. I don't think we're done. So I'll call my mom after, but, <laughs> but yeah. Um, I like seeing your face. First episode, this is fun. First episode. First episode. Me on here. Who's your next guest? Who who are you inviting next? Who's going on? I don't know, but I, I have to think of something pretty quick because I would like to try and get something out at least once a week kind of thing, right? Once a week. So you're um, going to have to have me on in probably a couple of weeks to keep filling it? I have so many ideas. So many ideas. But I just got to keep on having people and like yeah. maybe people will like well, me and then they'll I've be actually, like, oh, you're I have actually have an idea for having Sarah on too it's just that that I have minor children so we can't be talking about uh substances that require you in in British Columbia to be 19 um and having them talk about substances that they're not allowed to be using makes sense yeah yeah a little shitting okay so happy yesterday 420 Happy 421. Happy 421. <laughs> okay. Okay. Do you have a name for your followers yet? Um, no, I don't. I think that kind of comes from them, I would guess. Okay, bye fuckers. Bye fuckers? <laughs> my, <laughs> my podcast is called Shit Talking. Bye, fuckers. Okay, that'll be my that'll be our close out. It's called shit talk. It's called shit. It's called shit talking. Shit talking. Yeah. So, so bye, fuckers. I'm shit talking. Okay. Bye, fuckers. (laughs) Bye, shitters. Bye, shitters. (laughs) Bye, shitty people. No, they're not shitty. (laughs) (laughs) Shit talkers. Bye, shitters. No. Stanky ass mouth, motherfuckers. <laughs> shit mouths, shit talkers. Come on now. Okay, love you. Bye. <laughs>